0: Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is our Street Smart Spirituality Hour, and we are thrilled, thrilled to be doing today's show uh, with you. Let me just tell you that we have set a theme and kicked it into place, and our theme is Get Out of the Gate in 2008. And what I love to do is introduce you to my seven-day countdown because this is seven days where you get to build up your energy, your vibration, and move beyond anything else that's in your life right now, anything that you may think is holding you back, anything that you may think is stopping you from living your dream. And for the next seven days, step into the world of unlimited possibilities. Now, why seven days? Well, because for me, there is very first of all, there's incredible power in the number seven. And the second thing is, many people wait until that day, which is called New Year's Day, to kick things in gear. What I like to do is help you gear up now so that when New Year's Day comes, you're not only ready, but you've set things in place, you've created the emotional space for everything you want in your life, and you're ready to go. I'm your host for today, Dr. Pat Basili. I am the host of The Dr. Pat Show. And this is our fabulous Street Smart Spirituality Hour. So for the next hour, you can join me on air, and I will be joined by uh, another incredible person. Tammy Holmes will be joining me. And between uh, us, we will be able to help you get started and get ready to uh, kick it up a notch for 2008. I'm going to do that in a couple different ways. The first way I'm going to do that is by sharing some information, I think, that will raise the vibration. And as we usually do on this show, I'm opening up the phone lines immediately so that you all know this is a show for you. This is how you get to call in. And one of the one of the rare things that I do as a radio host is uh, actually connect with you and uh, do readings. And what I do to make that happen is, I use the medicine deck from a Native American tradition. I also use uh, some universal cards and my own intuition. And I don't do this that often, but I am going to do it today and tonight. It's part of the ritual, part of what I love doing to get us ready for this incredible vibration and getting out of the gate in 2008. And you know, if you listen to this show on dbsradio.com, you know that the toll free number is so toll free and we've got a fabulous group uh ready to pick up your call at 8778765227 8778765227 so love to hear from you uh love to make sure that you get connected and I want to help you get out of the gate in 2008 and so please Give us a shout as we wait for Tammy, uh, to be joining us. Now, I want to say that there are many things that you can do, many ways that you can change the way you think about life, many ways you can, you can look at to, uh, change your vibration. And we want to help you get that going and shift into the gear you want. So, this is part of the show today. And as I said before, get out of the gate in 2008 is our Fabulous, fabulous theme. I want to start off by talking about uh, one of my favorite affirmations. And, uh, and, and for many people, uh, what is truly on their minds is money. And what I mean by that is uh, we don't have enough money. We'd like to have more money. We're not sure what to do with the money we have. But I am one of these people, I like to cut right to the chase. If money issues are on your mind, that's what we're going to talk about. The first affirmation that I love, and I learned this affirmation not too long ago, and actually I'm going to give it to you in two parts, uh, is from the prosperity cards, which were created by uh, Heidi Bayer. And so what I want to share with you is one of the first cards she created about money. And so here it is. This is the affirmation that has helped so many people get to where they want to go and to create the abundance they, they they want in life. And this is it. And the the affirmation is part of her prosperity deck. It's part of the harmony cards. If you want to find out more about these cards, you can go to www.prosperitycards.com. This card is called I have the power to create all the money I need. And so what I want to say with that is you have the power to create all the money that you need. And so I want to invite you to do that. Now, what does this card mean, and how can we interpret it, and how do we get things kick-started? And one of the ways to get things kick-started is to have you know that it's important to let go of your fears and let go of any fears you have around your money or your bills. So when you worry about your money, when you worry about your bills – you give your power away. And so how can we help you in this hour, trust that you have within you the power to create everything that you want? Well, I think we have a caller. Let's start with our call- caller. Let's go to the phones. Who do we have joining us tonight?
1: Oh, I think it's me. <laughs> Hello? Hi. Hi.
0: Who is this? Anna. Anna, how are you tonight?
1: Um. Well, I'm okay, but um, I was intrigued by what you said, and I could be a lot better. So how do I start out getting a lot better?
0: I can tell you. You know how you start out? You know what you just did that's so powerful? hmm You picked up the phone and you called. Uh-huh. That is so incredibly powerful. I hope you can just take a minute right now and understand how unique, how powerful, and how special picking up the phone and making that call is. Okay. How long did that take you to do? Instantly instantly did you get an intuitive hit that this is what you needed to do today
1: well i heard you and when you said you know call i just i didn't even think about it i just went to the phone so you know
0: exactly and what we're doing today is helping everyone out there and i'm going to take as many calls as i can throughout the hour but we're helping people today get out of the gate now you said that you wanted to do what you're doing better
1: Um, I said I wanted my life to be better. Okay.
0: And I want to start out by asking you what may seem to be an absolutely lunatic question. But I want to ask you anyway. Okay. Tell me two things in your life right now that you are completely and fully grateful about.
1: Two things I'm grateful about. Uh, One is my spiritual practice, and the other one is where I live.
0: Outstanding. Now, you obviously love where you're living. Are you living in a beautiful place? Yeah. Okay. And, you know, I, I have to say that the two things that you mentioned are, first of all, the home is so extremely important. And secondly, there's nothing more perfect than a spiritual practice. Right. Because without that, you know, we're not going to go anywhere. So... Let's talk a little bit about what you'd like to create better in your life, and as you're talking, what i'm gonna be doing, just so you know okay. I've got a couple of cards in front of me okay and i'm gonna i'm gonna be guiding myself with those with those uh with these cards in front of me to okay. help you get the answers that you want, okay, okay, so tell me a little bit about what you'd like to see show up in your life
1: um I'd like to be able to have relationships with people.
0: And could you be more specific,
1: yeah, intimate relationships and friendships that work and that um are happy and um, aren't always work and painful
0: mhm, and it sounds like you've had a few of those relationships that absolutely were not were not working for you,
1: um all of them actually, <laughs>
0: all of them throughout your whole life, yeah. Is there any relationship that you could think of that kind of makes you smile?
1: Mm, I'm not getting one yet. (laughs) It's been a really tough one in terms of relationships. I was thinking about it a lot today and I was thinking that, um, and maybe this will come up in the cards, some people are blessed with one thing but not another. And I have a immensely wonderful spiritual practice but I can't seem to have relationships and that maybe I'm not supposed to have relationships, I'm supposed to focus on what works Mm -hmm. and, you know, like be a nun or something Um, and that's really my mind has been on it all day. Okay,
0: I love this because here's what we're going to do with this. You know, the fact that you're uh you have been plugged in intuitively to this today uh-huh. is, is one of the things that we're going to talk about. I want to share a little bit about some of the cards that I've pulled as you were speaking. I want to give you some insight that came to me. i listening to you, okay? Okay. All right. The first thing that came to me is that it is you are at a place right now where whatever it is that's on your plate, whatever thoughts you have, Whatever relationships have come up before, uh, you know, it is time to forgive them and let the past be the past. Right. That's the first card that popped out of the deck. Okay. It actually jumped out of the deck.
1: Right, I'm sure it did. <laughs> I'm and
0: sure so it did. you without even getting into the detail, yeah. you know exactly what I'm I am to. I know exactly to. what you mean and yeah. Okay. Know. Now and and I wanna say that there are a lot of places you can go to find out about forgiveness. Yeah. But I take a very and I'm gonna say it a very selfish approach to forgiveness, okay? Mhm. I believe that forgiveness is about ourselves. Right. It is it is the the golden key. It is the the door that's going to open up to help help us let go. Right. So, the act of forgiveness doesn't mean you're condoning anything at all and you know that because you have a strong spiritual practice.
1: Right, I understand. You got it. Yeah.
0: So, you know what's simply at hand for you
1: mm-hmm.
0: is simply saying yes to the process of forgiveness and letting go. Okay, and I you know I make it sound like it's simple, but what I want to say about that is the practice is simple, no. and the process you know may be a little bit more complicated right and it doesn't matter. none of that is going to be in your way
1: right I understand
0: none of it's in your way right you also one of the totem cards I pulled for you is is it is actually an incredible totem that I've had associated with some some different points in time in my life, and that is the crow. Okay. And let me just share a little bit about the crow. I'm not going to go into a lot of detail about it. Okay. But the crow has what is called sacred law. Okay. It is the card of law. and There is human law and there is sacred law.
1: Right, I understand.
0: Got it? Yes. So the crow looks at the physical world and, and, even the, and even the spiritual world as humanity interprets them. Right. and considers all of this an illusion.
1: Right, I understand.
0: So what if, in your life right now, what if the information you have about relationships is not the truth? Right. What if your story and your history of your past about not having relationships were absolutely not, not the truth of who you are? Right. So are you willing to take a look, and I want to point to the next card that I pulled, which is strength, uh-huh. and step forward in strength. Okay. And, and really, capture the essence of the crow, which is an omen of change. Okay. The crow lives in the void. It has no sense of time. Right. And so what you need right now is no sense of time. Right. Okay? Right. Because you understand that relationships transcend time. Right. That's the gift that you have right now. Okay. You can move beyond any, every moment, every aspect of time. That has stopped you to think that your world is limited, that you're not deserving of relationships because you are. Yes. Okay. Yes. So what I want you to create right now is a new mantra as you step in and you build up the energy right now to move right. into what is known as one of the most critical years of our time. Uh-huh. And as we get ready to move into into that in, into that energy, these six or seven days before it arrives. Right. What would be the most powerful mantra you could create for yourself about your relationships?
1: Well, probably what you just said that I deserve them, I think.
0: You do deserve them.
1: I mean, not only you... do
0: you deserve them. That all of the desire and the relationship and fulfillment is already in front of you and already here and the past it's no precedent. Okay. Okay. Okay, Mm -hmm. and so I want to invite you to take some time and sit down and write your deserving mantra. Okay, and and be at a place because you have a very strong spiritual practice. Be at a place where you can fully absorb the feeling of what it feels like to create as many relationships in your life as you desire, and be in that feeling moment of what it's like to be close and intimate with people that love you and that you love back. Right. That's it. That's your gift. Okay. All right. Thank you. Okay. Thank, Thank you me. so much for calling. You know, my my sense is that, you know, you've just cleared out an enormous block, and you're well on your way. Okay.
1: Thank you so much.
0: All right. Thank you so much for calling. Bye. Bye-bye. This is a powerful, powerful call. I want to thank you uh, all for tuning in to the Dr. Pat Show. This is an incredible time we have right now where uh, we are at this place of allowing ourselves to build up the energy, to build up the vibration, to build up the momentum for what I believe is going to be an incredible year of action. Nothing quite like it, I think, has existed anywhere. And so I am hoping that you'll join me as we step forth and we look at at our world um, and we look at uh, what is required of us to move into this place of stay. Okay, we're going to be coming off the air for just a minute, and that's because when we come back, we're going to be kicking it up 100%. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
2: Called the Oprah of radio by her listeners,
0: award-winning host Dr. Pat Basile is blowing the doors off traditional talk radio. Get ready for powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Listen to The Dr. Pat
1: Show Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Pacific on bbsradio.com and visit
0: thedrpatshow.com. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. I said we were going to be coming back here fired up, geared up, ready to go. As I mentioned before, this show is for you. We're going to be taking your calls throughout the show. You just heard me do uh, you know, something that I rarely do, which is an on-air reading with one of our listeners and helping her get out of the gate in 2008. And I said uh, earlier that I'm thrilled to be joined with Dr. Uh, We're joined by tonight uh, an incredible person, a spiritual teacher, a wellness coach, someone that has been touring the United States for the past 10 years sharing her gifts. And so she's here to help us. She's a widely sought-after medium and spiritual coach, and she's joining us here today to help every single one of you get out of the gate in 2008. And I'm talking about Tammy Holmes. She's joining me today, and we're going to be talking about what it means to get out of the gate in 2008 what it means to let go of all the fears, all the anxiety, and bring in the prosperity that you want. Uh, For me, I'm one of these people, I'm not afraid to say, yep, if you want the money, you can have the money. So here talking with us today, and we're going to take your calls uh, at bbsradio.com. As I said before, it's simple, 877-876-5227, 877-876-5227. Yep, we're going to help you out. Tammy, welcome to the show.
3: Thank you for having me.
0: Well, I'm, it's, I'm thrilled you could join us here today because we've got, you know, we've got a lot to talk about. And you know, one of the things that I mentioned earlier is that 2008 presents this incredibly expansiveness with a lot of action, a lot of activity. And yet, as we move nearer and nearer to 2008, it seems like there are a number of people hitting all-time lows. And I wanted to ask you from your perspective, you know, what's happening? You know, what, what, what have we entered into in these last days of 2007?
3: Well, the first thing is, you know, we can look around and see everything that's happening outside of us and realizing we do need a change. And from my guides and all the guys that I'm working with right now are saying, this is a time we need, we need to go within, where we need to do our work so that we're grounded and that we're not buying into the illusions. And the only way we're going to change the world is to collectively raise our vibrations. So it's like looking outside and saying, you know what, this is not working anymore. The, the play needs to be stronger. It needs to be more loving, more united. And the way to do that is we have to go within. And it, this is a time where we really need to do our work. You know, be diligent and have some kind of practice so that we can sustain that light and to hold it longer and to change the world. It's not going to change by us running around doing 10,000 things in a day. It's basically going still, going within, getting grounded, and being the change yourself and not looking outside of ourselves looking for the answers that we really need to go within more now than ever.
0: And well, you know, it's interesting you bring that up, Tammy, because, you know, I, and, I, and I don't know that I'm speaking for everybody in the world, but I do know that, you know, this is, what you're saying about going within, is, you know, at this particular point in time, truly represents for us uh, this place of trust. Because if you, how do you go within? And, and, and I'm going to get right to it. Okay. How do you go within if you're looking at your checkbook and you don't have enough money to pay your bills?
3: Well, when you don't have enough money to pay your bills, you go within and do, you know, prayer. You do, uh, and the, the thing you got to do is releasing the fear, knowing, you know, we live in two worlds living in this world, not of it. But when we alter within going through prayer, going through meditation, asking for help, because my guides say we don't ask enough for help.
0: So I love it. what you're saying.
3: So it's like we got to, whatever way works, the form is irrelevant. I, I don't care what your belief is. It's like if your checkbook is saying zero, and we all have situations where oh, we need help with. And it's like instead of trying to solve it on our own uh, humanness, is not going to solve it. We've got to connect to something more powerful than ourselves to resolve it. And not just to resolve just that checkbook, but to go to the core of the problem why we don't feel we deserve more. Or why can't we sustain abundance? Why can't we sustain greatness? Why can't we sustain, the you know, the best? Why Absolutely. It, it, it needs to be a consistent. Change, but that consistency. They tell me, and I, I work with Athena, the Greek goddess, and many great uh, ascended masters. And they say one thing: we don't ask enough for help, and we don't go within enough, and we don't have a practice to, to keep us in our right mind every day.
0: Because well, you know, I got to tell you, we've got somebody that's calling in right now, okay. and I want to make sure we bring him up, bring him on the line. Who do we have calling in, and where are you calling from? Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you?
4: Good. How are you?
0: Good. Uh, Welcome to from Pennsylvania.
3: How can I help you?
4: Uh, hi, Tammy.
3: Hi. I
4: feel that um, whatever changes that I'm going through, that I'm leaning towards some type of a, a healing profession.
3: Okay. But
4: I'm also concerned about uh, prosperity and my, my family I'm... and where I'm headed and maybe if I could do it on my own.
3: Okay. The first thing I get with you is you take care of everybody. And, and I feel like the year 2008... There's going to be, you know, your calling coming in by giving of service, but it's going to be a slow transition. And to be patient with it, because you couldn't handle it. if. I'm you having difficulty fast.
4: hearing you just a second.
3: Okay. Can you hear me?
4: A little bit better. I'm trying to turn the volume up. Okay, okay, go
3: ahead. Okay. What I get is it's going to come in slow, but you're going to be of service. I feel like you're going to do some work, especially by March. It's going to unfold for you. And, and you're going to have to have boundaries with it, because I feel like everybody needs you.
4: Uh, that, that's how I feel like I'm being pulled in like ten different directions.
3: Correct. But the thing is, you got to first give to yourself. This is the part we're talking about where you got to go within and fuel your energy back up so that you can give it back.
4: Okay. And,
3: and also give time for you. But as you come into your calling with being a healer, which I see happening, is that you got to allow time for you, your practice, and some, you know, some time for your home life. But you also got to receive. You're not receiving.
4: I, I don't giving, do too well giving. with that, and I don't know how I can get better at it. I keep saying that I'm open yeah. to it.
3: Well, the best practice to do, and I teach clients to do this, and it's very simple, if you take 15 minutes a day, four or five days a week, and just sit somewhere where you can receive just the energies from nature, from just being with yourself, just receive that time. You don't have to close your eyes. You can, but get accustomed to just receiving the energy of just sitting somewhere for 15 minutes.
4: Maybe in a nature setting then.
3: Yeah, you could do that in nature. But okay. the key is to do it. And, and a lot of my clients have trouble with it. They don't know how to receive that time.
4: Okay. It's
3: yeah. not just you sitting there. It's you receiving it to yourself.
4: And along with this, you feel that uh, the prosperity will be there because I know that I, I read a lot that uh, the more you focus on the things that you really need, the more you push them away sometimes. Do you believe that? or
3: I, I don't believe that. But I, I do believe in doing a perspective, uh, you know, doing a projection. Do a revenue projection for the new year. Set out a three-month, a six-month, a year plan on what it is you want to receive each week. And and I'm a real believer if you say I'm now willing to make, say, uh, $2,500 a week or more for your highest good. But take the word make out and change it to receive because you don't have to earn it. You can receive it without you working for it. Okay. So the form, again, is irrelevant how you receive it. And just set the intention, I'm now ready to receive this much money a week or more for my highest good. And guess what? It starts showing up. Okay. And set it, at, But if you can't receive sitting down receiving your own energy for 15 minutes, it's going to be real hard for you to receive anymore. Okay. Because you've got to change the energy of you receiving.
0: Okay. Well, I'll continue working on it.
3: Okay. Yeah.
0: You know, I want to add something. Uh, I've got uh, something I want to share with you. Okay. And okay. that is, you know, when we're talking about receiving, one of the things that came to mind, Tammy, when you were speaking is that sometimes receiving when we think the time is absolutely perfect mm-hmm. is what we do. And what I want to invite you to do is I want you to be able to stop and sit down and receive at a time when you think you don't have time.
1: That's right.
0: Oh, okay. That's different. Did you, it is totally different. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. It's one of these moments where you're busy, busy, busy. You don't have time. Maybe you didn't stop and do whatever you were going to do. That's the moment. I want you to nail it and say to yourself, wait a minute. That's not the truth. I have time to sit down and receive all the guidance in the world. Hmm. Very good. Try
4: that one. That will speed up the process. (laughs) All right. I look forward to it. And Happy New Year to you all.
0: Happy New Year to Mm -hmm. you. Okay.
4: Thank you very much. Have a good evening.
0: Thank you. I want to welcome everyone to the show. As I said before, uh, I'm being joined today by Tammy Holmes. Um, She's joining me here today as someone that knows quite a bit about what it means to tap into the intuitive side, what it means to listen to the guides. You know, Tammy, let's take a minute before we wait for the next caller. Um, let's take a minute to talk about what it means to tune into our guides. I want to mention to everyone, you can call in right now, 877-876-5227, 877-876-5227. Let's share a little bit about your experience, Tammy, and what your experience has been and how you've been uh, guided along your path and what you do right now to help other people.
3: Well, I, I was born with this, and and I really feel everybody has it. So I don't feel that I'm special. I think we all have it, but it's how much are we willing to allow it and to to allow the muscle, as you will, to um, grow. What you know, I really feel growing up with it. I always felt like I was living in this world, not of it, and it was really natural for me because I would wake up and see angels at the end of my bed. I saw my guides. I would know what's going on with people around me, but I also know very intuitively that I couldn't share it with anyone because I was raised in a very fearful Catholic situation, and if I brought it up, my mother would not have been able to handle it too well. So, And I shut it down as I got older because I wanted to, to experience it differently than what I had experienced my whole life. And when I became 30, I decided I wanted to be spiritual because I wanted a better way of living. And I knew I was missing something in me. And as soon as I started, you know, finding my way spiritually through A Course of Miracles with Marianne Williamson, and I learned how to meditate, it all came back like it never left me. And, and it was, again, I could see the guides and see the angels and see all the things that were so much a part of my upbringing. And I didn't realize it was going to be part of my work because I wasn't ready to hear that. And as soon as I said to God, you know, I'm now ready to serve, use me whatever way you want to because I don't get it. And what I'm doing is not working. And I didn't want to just get by anymore. And not just with a paycheck, but just getting by and and not really making a difference. And as soon as I said that, it was like the floodgates opened. I started doing readings for fun. Uh, in 96, and uh, to date, I've read over 20,000 people. I've coached over 5,000 clients in a practice. What happened was I started doing all these readings, and people were coming back every three or four months with the same reading. And I thought, you know what, there has to be a change here. It's, there's got to be a core change, and that's when the guides developed with me um, a 12-session process on how to transform somebody's life and what took me eight years to figure out i can do in three months with a client and it just blows me away to see the change in these clients but how the business has an energy of its own I, i have a waiting list for clients to coach with me and i don't advertise for readings they just come in from referrals and i just keep you know thanking god i got out of my way long enough so that this could come in and I let go of the control, and I really got that I didn't know what was my best interest. I didn't know what was my calling. I didn't know what my gifts were, and and they were there the whole time.
0: You know, one of the things that you say, Tammy, in the work that you do with people is that you help people understand that they they are playing small. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to ask you, what does that mean? And before I do that, I want to make sure everyone knows we're taking your call. We're going to do readings. We're going to help you get started, get out of the gate in 2008. I call this my seven-day countdown towards the new year. And part of this is creating the vibration, the emotional presence to know how to build up the momentum that you want to carry forward into the new year. Not wait for the new year to figure out, oh, my God, it's the new year. What the heck am I going to do? We want to help you with that now, Eight seven seven eight seven six five two two seven. 877-876-5227. My special guest today is Tammy Holmes. She's joining us here. Tammy, before, we, uh, before you answer that question, let's give everybody your website so they know how to contact you and find out more. You
3: can go to www.theawakeningconference.com. And that again is www.theawakeningconference.com. Or they can call me too
0: at 602-347-7799. All right, let's talk about this thing, uh, you know, that I that I referred to as playing small. I think you have some experience with that. You know what that's like. As you mentioned before, you know, you don't really do a lot of advertising, and here you are making such an incredible impact on the world. What is the uh, consequence of playing small?
3: Well, I think the consequence, and, and I'll speak for me, and I know everybody is me, is that I I didn't know who I was, and and I really the only thing that kept bothering me was I didn't want to be my paycheck, I didn't want to be my job, I didn't want to be just you know another just surviving, and and playing small to me means that we don't know who we really are until we tap into that inheritance that we are born with, that light, that divine wisdom, that oneness, that all-perfect knowing wisdom, when you really tap into it, it's so much bigger than you. And when I started out doing readings, I was getting scared a lot because I thought I wasn't going to give good readings, I didn't Mm -hmm. know what I was doing, and the one message they kept telling me over and over again was, can you please just get out of the way so we can communicate love through you, that it wasn't even about me. And, you know, in the beginning I was irritated with that, but then I really got that, that I needed to get out of the way because I was playing small because I didn't know who I really was because I kept thinking I was my mother and father, I was my stories, I was my past, and you're not your past. And when you really get you're not even your past or your future. You're every day that you come into, and that's the greatness. It's it's stepping forward and allowing yourself to be uh, given such an opportunity to, expand with that, with tapping into that universal wisdom and using that and realizing that you are it's almost like you're a channel all day long and constantly at the same time asking, who do I need to talk to? What do I need to do today? And getting out of my way because in A Course in Miracles, it says we're like kids playing with scissors. So to tell you how, you know, we're not very disciplined. And the more I realized that, I thought, oh, I need to find my way. And then I realized, playing small for me was not finding my way and not finding a practice for me to be enlightened. To me, to stay, you know, stay above the battlefield is what the course calls Earth. You know, how are you going to rise above the battlefield? How can you heal the problem where the problem is? You can't. You got to rise above the battlefield. And so for me, it wasn't a choice anymore. It was like, I need to make a difference because I want to be a part of a world that's peaceful, that's united that believes in the diversity and the oneness and, and that we're all in this together and there is no competition. And that love really is it and forgiveness. And so experiencing that in my own life, I wanted to give that back. And when I coach clients, I don't just talk to them. I take them through meditation so they can experience their own forgiveness, their own transformation. And the ego part of them can't fight it. It's like they get it. And then there's change for life. And I think that's what we're here to do is to make a difference in a way that that's life-lasting, that's, you know, profound. And our planet needs it right now. And we can look around and look at the things that aren't working right and know that, you know, it starts with us. And on some level, collectively, we believe in what's happening. And we need to change that. And I want to be part of that change.
0: I, I think what you're saying is so powerful and so important because... You know the people that listen to this show, the people that listen to my other shows. Um, you know it, it's really clear to me, Tammy, that they too want to be part of this. And not all of us have been, let's say, indoctrinated into the knowing. And what you talked about was so important. You know the importance of getting out of the way. And I I wanted to ask you a a, a couple of questions about that. You know when when you, when we talk about getting out of the way. Um, you know, how does this work for you? Can, do you is it, is it that when you work with someone, do you see what someone should be doing within their life? You know, how is it you come to provide the level of coaching that you do, especially within the 13-a-week program? Uh,
3: well, you know, I use Combination Course in Miracles and also my abilities. But there's one technique, and it's so simple, is when I see a client that... In, and they're not sure where they need to be and they're not happy. And, of course, it says we should all be doing what makes our hearts sing. And I ask them one question. If you had all the money in the world, what would you be doing? Because that would take all the fear away and they would be doing their joy. And what I come to find out through my own transformation and many others that I'm coaching is it's almost like the more spiritual you get, the more childlike you, go, you become. It's like you let go of the, the present to go back to your innocence. And so a lot of times people who are it, come into their callings are doing things that they did as children, you know, painting or music. or uh, You know, I always wanted to be a graphics you know, artist or I wanted to do interior designing because wherever your passion and joy is where your money is. And you can shine. And the thing is, if you can revert back to what gives you the joy, that's where your passion and calling, that's what you should be doing. But we're so scared to think that we need to have a paycheck, and there's nothing wrong with that. If that's your calling, that's great. But if you feel like you're stuck, you're not happy, and you're dying, some people actually get sick being in a job they can't be at, or the circumstances at the job will create it to where they don't need to be there. I had one lady, they put a desk out in the hallway because they didn't want her working there, and I'm like, how more obvious can it be to you, you need to leave this job?
0: Well, i got to tell you, I share that similar experience. I mean, they pretty much didn't put a desk out in the hallway. I think they were getting ready to put my desk out in the street. Ah. But, you know, it's that experience that helped me turn my life around and go on a path that I believe was intuitively driven. And, you know, when you step into that path that is intuitively driven and I I have a clear sense of what that feels like, there's nothing more powerful. And I also have this sense of being on a path where my fear is what's driving the ship. And I know those sound like two extremes, right. correct? When I talk about you know, the pure guidance of, of, of intuitiveness, connection to source, whatever you want to call it, and then the fear-driven steps that we take in our day-to-day. You know, it's, it's almost like it's a paradox at some level, but how do you get past the fear? Um, you know, how, how do we get past the fear?
3: Well, I think fear is always going to show up. Uh, and and, the, and this is what I believe. I think the more spiritual you get, you'll be in fear at times, but you'll come out of it quicker because you become the observer and you recognize, oh, okay, I'm in fear again. And w- when, I, when there's fear in me, I want to feel what I'm feeling because what you resist persists. So I feel it and I say, okay, I'm not judging it. I'm going to feel the fear, but I'm also going to go within and find out how to correct it. And the thing is, if... And I say this too, if you're following a passion or dream and you have fear behind it but you have excitement, that's it. Because if there's no passion and excitement around it, then you're not in alignment. And if there's some fear, that's you know, the more deeper you go, the more you show up, the more you, uh, I call it free-falling, the more you free-fall in life, the more your fear is going to come up. But in the other way that you can do this, there's other ways I work with clients. I go, okay, what's the worst thing that could happen to you? Go to the worst fear so you'll be homeless so you won't have any money will you still make it and once they realize what the worst fear is and they go into it and they're able to release it it doesn't have any power anymore
0: well you know when we look at this Tammy i think this is you know so important to for all of the people listening to the to the show right now because you know we are gearing up to an energy that i don't think many people can explain I know intellectually we can sit down and we can talk about the Mayan calendar. We can talk about the expansiveness of the universe. You know, I had someone on my show earlier today that is a well-known individual who has predicted some of the more unpredictable aspects of history. And, you know, he was even talking about the fact that he's confused right now and can't even determine You know, which candidate will win, which is kind of unlikely, but it really talks to the sense or the feeling of chaos right now. And I know that you help people sift through all of this to find the truth of who they are. What has been the most important aspect of this for yourself? And can you think of any stories, can you think of a situation that was extremely difficult for you to sift through to find the truth?
3: Um, Definitely. I mean, the first thing uh, you talked about, uh, and I know there's a lot of chaos going around on the planet right now, and the one key to this is not to buy into it. You know, we have the power within us. Our source, whatever you want to call it, is the power. And we keep giving the power to the president. We keep giving power to the problems in the world. They're there. Yes, we recognize that. But what can we do to change that? If we keep buying into it and say, oh, my God, look how bad this is, I don't know what to do, then we're giving the problem more power. But if we step back and say, you know what, I understand this, isn't this interesting that this is happening, but I'm going to go to my source and see what I can do on my part because everybody has a part in the play, and everybody can make a difference. If if we all go in and tap into that and say, okay, I'm going to do the part that I know that I can do, and the rest is up, you know, to source, as I deliver from love and passion. If we start coming together collectively, doing our parts, knowing that we are connected, we can change the world. And I believe that, and I want to believe that. And I also know, for me personally, the more I step out, the more my stuff shows up. I mean... I'm oh, the, girlfriend! You know, and, and it just did with this conference I did. I did a huge conference in May um, at this last year called the Awakening Conference, and I was guided to do it, and we had... 23 altogether speakers and musicians and I lost a lot of money. And I'm still recovering financially, but you know what? I don't regret it. I did what I wanted to do. And there were things in my way that were trying to stop it. I mean, we couldn't we couldn't get the advertisement we wanted. It was like things were just shutting down, but then the flow of creating it was easy. So it was like I still wanted to create this and it was it was beyond me. And and we went through a lot to create this event and to deliver it but it was beautiful it was the best thing i ever put on and and i'm still recovering financially and so part of me is like why wasn't i taken care of through that but you know what i was it was it does it's different than anything that you're going through spiritually or even through yourself it's always going to turn out differently than you think but it turns out better and, and, again, I can say I did what I wanted to. I followed my intuition. The people that came in to speak, half of them, I didn't know who they were. I was guided by Athena to bring them in, and they they just blew the house down. They just touched everybody. And the thing is, it's bigger than me. And so what if, you know, I'm down, i got to start walking again. And I don't care if I don't totally understand it. I'm going to keep walking forward knowing that I'm going to be taken care of no matter what, and I'll walk through it. Because, we, we, you know, we can survive anything as long as we have faith, we have hope, and we don't give up. And, and the thing that keeps me going is looking at what's going on on the planet. I'm like, you know, in the Course it says we're all the same blades of the same grass. And if we are the same blades of the same grass, then you are Martin Luther King. You are Gandhi. You are all the great people that have been here before that tried to make a difference and did. So why can't we do that? And if we can't step into that greatness and show up, that you know, then what's going to happen to the next generation? It's we're, We are embodied in this body to make a difference. And I want to say when I die that I did everything I could to change. Just change me, change the world, make a difference. And whatever part I have to play to do it, I'm going to show up fully. And even if I don't understand it or like it, I'm still going to show up. because What, what a
0: powerful message. You know, that's, that's a powerful message, Tammy, and, and it's really a message that, you know, all of us are here to be open to if you're listening to this show. I want to make sure that you have my guest's website, uh, Tammy Holmes, and, uh, you can go to theawakeningconferences.com. That's the website. Lots of information there. You'll get to, you know, meet and be, and meet and greet Tammy, and definitely give her a call. Her phone number is 602 347 You know, a lot of information on there, a lot of uh, exciting things happening, and I know that you've got an upcoming event. But before we go to that, Tammy, I think we have a caller. Who do we have on the line? Linda. Hi, Linda. Welcome to the show. Where are you calling from? New Jersey. Well, welcome to the show. Let me Uh. introduce you to Tammy, and I bet you've got a question.
2: Yes, and I've been listening and... um, I get very excited when I was listening to all the things that you were saying and the supportive things, and I guess I have I have two questions. Okay. Um, one is, I I can listen to all the things that you're saying. I can get energized about it. How do you find support? Well, let me ask the first question. Okay. Where do you find your support? I mean, who? You must talk to somebody or somebody supports you in your beliefs. Or you do this all by yourself.
3: Well, I have a I have a team, but you know who supports me and I love two things: my guidance, but my clients. When when I hold the space to believe in them, they hold it for me back. Because okay. when you give, you receive. And so when these when my clients keep showing up, or I'm on the phone with them, or I'm doing readings, and and they are so excited to spend time with me. That's it for me. I, I that's everything. And when I get that. And it makes me uh, emotional. That carries me because I'm. they're so excited about spending time with me. And I'm thinking, this is amazing that they want to spend time with me in the message that I have to give to them. It makes me want to show up. It makes me want to play bigger and to do the work that I need every day to stay in that energy. Okay, so
2: so... After after you've coached someone, I I get I get how that would reward or give you the feeling of reward, okay? um, And the excitement of it that somebody else is is getting something from what you're doing, and you get energized from that. Okay. How does how does the person go away, then, and find the support outside of your sessions or your process that you go through with them?
3: Well, after we do the work. And they've done the work, and, and, and I give my clients homework, too, so they have to be part of their transformation. But what happens is they start rising. Their vibrations rise. They become different people. And because they're changing, they start bringing in different friends. It, it's like their friends even fall away uh, or not, but they start vibrating higher vibrational people around them. So that sustains them. And, and you know, And intuitively, we'll both know, when it's time for them to move on. And some stay longer and some leave, you know, sooner. But it's uh-huh. like when they do their transformation, they start bringing in different teachers, different friends. They go to different, different gatherings that, that uh, support their new belief system.
2: Okay, so they're not actually, you're not actually left sort of, I guess I got the no. feeling of being left hanging. it's left this.
3: hanging. And, and yeah. you know what, and I'm all about networking too, so um, if, if, If a client moves on, I refer them or their friends. And we all become a family. So like in Phoenix here where I'm at, everybody knows everybody. So uh, we guide them on to different journeys, and they end up meeting different groups of people that I know too. Okay. So there's a support system. It's a support system, but you draw it in on your own. Uh So it's like when you start rising above your energy and you're at a different vibration, you start calling in people at that level for you Mm -hmm. and you start recognizing and you and the thing that they tell me over and over again and i love it they say everybody around me is changing i said no they haven't changed you have
2: Uh uh-huh that's key
3: okay so they're experiencing their own they're in awe and i'm and i'm watching it it's amazing i've not ever had anybody felt like they were left and you know like i said some of my clients stay longer and some move on and They'll find other teachers or other groups or other activities, and you know, um, there's many teachers.
2: Okay, that's great. And you you mentioned one other thing um, earlier, and and I heard Pat say um, ask the question, and you you were talking about um, when if you had all the money in the world, what is it that you'd want to do? Right. And you talk about the fear of. You know, the fear comes up because you know you don't have it. You see, you have that little thing inside your brain saying you don't have the money. Um, how, how do you, I mean, like, what's the first step to get somebody to really say, okay, what is it I really want to do?
3: Well, the first thing is to find out what it is they really want to do. And and you can have discernment with this, too. You, can, you know, somebody wants to be a painter. You know, it's, they can start, you know, a couple nights a week painting. Because the thing is, you want to create the energy around it. Take some classes. Start you okay. know, painting a couple nights a week, and then it turn, it'll grow for you. When I started doing readings, I was reading on weekends in somebody's house in L.A. I would drive down every two weeks and drive down and do 20 readings on a weekend and go back to my day job Monday through Friday until I felt the shift I could handle it. And it, okay. it happened quickly. It happened in four years, and four years I was in full-time business. Doing, and then that started the coaching and the workshops and the teachings and everything else that came with it. And, and what's really interesting, and this will happen for a lot of people, not everyone, but sometimes it's not, you don't need to know what the future holds. Sometimes you just need to be in the present to what you're doing and let the rest unfold for you. But, you know, if you take a couple nights a week creating it, you're starting it. You're starting someplace, creating your desire, your passion, and and so and it's not just about the job. It's creating hope in you and and life. It, you know, it's bringing you to life. It's bringing you your purpose forward mm-hmm. and, and your truth and your ability to to do what it is you want to do. So even a couple, it's not an all or nothing thing. It's taking a couple days a week to start it and then let it develop on its own and it will.
0: Wow. Tammy, thank you so much. Linda, thank you so much for calling in. I hope you're ready to get out of the gate in two thousand and eight. Well, I'm inspired now. So thank you very much. (laughs) Okay. Wow, you know, Tammy, don't we have most incredible listeners on the planet? Love it. I'm telling you, they are extraordinary. And I can't believe how quickly this hour has passed. And I wanted to ask you, Tammy, you know, as you look at the world and I know you're connected. Uh, very, very closely to your guides. You know, I wanted to ask you, what do you see on the horizon? What do you hope for in humanity? And what would you invite people to to do as they get ready for this year?
3: Well, you know, this next year is we're still going to go through a lot of changes, and I and I feel the most important thing is not to buy into the fear. To know, you know, it is what it is right now. And I asked my guide this because I was really disturbed with the, you know, the government and the way things were happening. And I kept feeling like I wasn't doing enough, you know, because I just felt that. I felt a real conviction about that. And my guide said, the world is very dark and very light right now. And our part in it is to find our light so we can bring the darkness out. And And, you know, I keep saying this, but one person can make a difference, and all of us, if we start shining our lights more and recognizing we're greater than our stories, greater than the past, we need to really step into that. And I feel like the next year we're going to see a lot of changes. I feel there will be some things coming in the new year, uh, you know, that aren't going to be great, but I feel that we can override that. And I do feel our new president coming in, they definitely have their hands full. And I feel like as that happens, it's going to take a while to come out of that. And our deal in this next year is to, do our, to start showing up more fully, not you know, be being our neuroses anymore and, and our, our stuff, you know, start getting, getting out of our way like they told me. Get out of the way. We just want to communicate love for, through you. And they told me that thousands of times until I finally got it because at first it pissed me off. But then I realized, i got to get out of my way so I can do my part. So we all need to get out of the way. Let source use you, whatever that is. Even, like I said, start out a couple of days a week. It's not an all or nothing thing. And start showing up. And if it means you've got to go help charity, go do whatever part you feel called to do, that conviction, that part you want to give back, do it. And if it means in the new year we all need to get out on the street and walk with picket signs, we'll do that and say, you know what, stop the war. We don't need to fight for peace. It doesn't make sense to fight for peace. That language doesn't even equal, you know, what it means. We don't need to fight for anything. We need to bring peace back in. We need to bring alignment back into the country so that we can have better relationships with everyone around the world and do our part. So that's what I'm saying for the new year. We all need to stop giving the power to the president, power to the problem, and get into what our part is and not worry about what's happening in the White House. We need to get in touch to our part so that we can tap into our greatness and be of service.
0: Tammy, thank you so much for joining the show today. What a very powerful way to get started and get out of the gate in 2008.
3: Um, I'm honored, and thank you for having me, Pat.
0: It is my honor as well. Let's give out your website.
3: Uh, www.theawakeningconference.com.
0: All right, everyone, there you have it. What a very, very powerful show. I want to wish everyone all the best and know that when you step out and you take that breath and then that next breath and then that next breath, know that there is the truth of who you are. You know what it is. It is nothing short of magnificent. It is absolutely divine, powerful, and empowered. And from Tammy Holmes and myself, I want to invite you to join us as we get out of the gate in 2008. We'll see you there. Thank you, Tammy.
3: Thank you, Pat.
0: All right, everyone. Until next week, know you're loved and know that you're blessed. We'll see you then.